there's different opinions no yes ying yang the tide flows in the tide comes out how are you my friends my brothers and sisters out there in the world all over the world thank you for taking this chunk out of your existence to listen to me babble inform uh, pontificate, pontificate, you know, speak my mind, spill my wine, spill the beans, make the scenes, you know what I'm saying, thank you, Sean Nader's two top tens, this week's episode is vegetable preparation and religions, first up is vegetable preparation, so I, uh, you know, just made a, a list of um, vegetables, and I decided just to give you a tip on uh, ten of them. You know, a little little kitchen tip for you, so you can take your cell phone right now. You can take it right into the kitchen and start dinner while you're listening to this. You know, maybe make make some uh, some breakfast vegetables. You know, uh, you know they say you should have five or more portions of fruits and vegetables a day. How are you doing? Be honest. Honestly, I'm doing one, two, three. You know, on my best days for between the fruits and the vegetables. I don't think I'm having five. You know, sometimes it's just the dinner vegetable. Sometimes there's no dinner vegetable. And it's only my own fault, you know. Sometimes we have stuff there and I just do, you know, just like a fucking a fuckhead. I just eat a cup of noodles, you know. But isn't that my prerogative as American? To just, you know, just take that couple of noodles and just, just, just screw it on into my mouth there, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, we need more of them. So these are some tips, man. Vitamins, minerals, dietary fiber. What can you say? The word vegetable comes from the uh, 
15th century old French used to mean all plants when they said vegetables. And so as <clears throat> all things, excuse me, uh, it got dissipated down to be the vegetables we know today. But uh, so there we go. Number one on the list is Brussels sprouts. So this is how you make Brussels sprouts. You buy them. Take them out of the package, you uh, rinse them off, and you just cut that butt off, right? And then you uh, take out your frying pan, and you spray some Pam in the bottom of that. And then you uh, you take those bitches, you cut them in half, if you want, at least half. I think you should do half. And then you throw a little butter, a little S&P in there, and you, uh, you know, a little uh, olive oil, and you just kind of... Heat them up on low heat. I don't know. It takes like 20, 20 minutes. You know, get a little, get a little, uh, little softness going to them. You know, be good. You'll like them. That's how you make uh, Brussels sprouts. Uh, number nine on the list: broccoli. Uh, so you can do broccoli a bunch of ways. You can uh, rinse those motherfuckers off. Uh, you can cut, cut the, just cut the, the first little like inch off. All those are good chips. Those are broccoli chips. That's where all the good fiber is. So that's what's going to pass through your, uh, your colon. Oh, by the way, if this is a, a, uh, you can uh, put this down as, uh, as uh, dietary advice from a doctor listening to this podcast, just so, <laughs> just to clear any kind of legality. It is 100% true. You can, uh, Definitely use this as medical advice, but yeah, all the, 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 the stock of the broccoli, that's, that's what the passes through. It helps your, uh, helps your poos, everybody. So, uh, you know, don't throw those guys away, but how can you do it? You could, uh, get yourself some dip. You could dip those, <laughs> dip broccoli in the dip, eat it that way. You can get some hummus, dip it like that. So that would be my recommendation for broccoli, some dip. And uh, clean them off and, uh, you know, eat the butts. Um, beets. Uh, I guess you, uh, I had to actually Google this one. I've uh, never prepared beets. I guess I love a nice uh, pickled beet, though. A nice Greek salad with a nice pickled beet. The only problem is it does make you seem like you are, uh, your asshole is on, on, on bloody fire the next day when it's just the dye from the beets. Maybe it's the natural dye of the beets or is the pickling process they turn I'm not sure I didn't, uh, but I guess you would boil a beet. That's what they say. You cut it off, boil it up. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't mess with it though, actually would be my advice. Don't mess with it. Just, uh, if you want a beet, just go to your local Greek restaurant and get yourself a nice Greek salad. Enjoy beets that way. Um, that would be my advice for preparing beets. Don't mess with it. Uh, next on the list would be carrots. Uh, you can do carrots a few ways. I like to do a nice steam on them. You take a nice pot of water. Take your uh, vegetable rinser, your colander, you put that inside, take the carrots out of the package, you put them in the colander, put the cover on there, maybe some butter, some salt and pepper, and then you steam those bitches out nice and soft, you know, then you take a little of that Mrs. Dash, put that shit on top of there, serve them up, Thanksgiving meal, baby, you know what I'm saying? Got those fucking, you know, we all got the nice... Carrots twice. I'm gonna eat them with the dip before the meal. Then I'm gonna eat them steamed with the meal. Call me Bugs Bunny. Cause I eat so many carrots. If I was a parrot, 
I would still ask for cards. Absolutely. Uh, 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 yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Well, yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, Thank baby. You. Yeah, so steam them, eat them with dip. You know, get some of that nice French dip. Dip a nice carrot in there. Next up on the list is uh, cabbage. So I guess you could take a cabbage, rinse it off, cut the butt off, cut it into like, uh, you know, uh, strips sort of, and just kind of boil it out, I guess, would be a nice way to eat eat, eat some cabbage. Uh, you could uh, just cut it up and maybe like uh, throw like some other vegetables in there and use it as a base for a salad instead of, uh, you know, instead of like a lettuce or a, or a baby spinach, you could substitute cabbage for it. Apparently it's really good for you. Cabbage is very, very... Uh, Fibrous again. I think the basis of all the vegetable eating is that it helps with the poo in some way, um, which uh, leads us to our next vegetable, the radish. Uh, I think the radish is like the smaller version of the cabbage in a way, sort of, or would that be more the Brussels sprout? But uh, similar taste, I think, right? Raw cabbage, raw, kind of that harsh sort of natural, like vegetable vinegary-ish flavor. Uh, again, if you want to prepare a radish, I would, uh, cut that bitch up and, uh, maybe, I don't know, boil some eggs, put it in a nice egg salad, some radishes. Radishes are hard, man. A lot of people don't like them. I guess they kind of give you, I guess they're like little red onions would be a better, hard little onions, maybe. A lot of people don't like them. They're harsh. That's what I would do. That would be my, so boil some eggs, cut those bitches up. Put them in a nice egg salad, you know. Um, next on the list would be kale. Uh, I When I used to be a bartender, a customer of mine came in, he uh, gave me some kale. And uh, it was uh, it was interesting. It's, uh, you know, the stuff at the store is kind of hard to work with, but the stuff right out of the ground I found is like, that shit, man, you feel like you're grazing in the field, dude. Call me Bessie. Put a bell around my neck because I'm a fucking, I'm chew chewing cud man you know what i'm saying we are out in the fields chewing kale all day like a bunch of cows it might as well be hay which they say is for horses oh yeah of course it's a lot like kale Engineered in a lab over at Yale, and we're all eating kale. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ronald Reagan. Yeah, thank you. Next on the list would be peppers. So I'm talking green. I'm talking red. I'm talking yellow. All the peppers of the of the rainbow. Um, they're all you can do them uh, again. You can do cut them up. Uh, what I like to do is you take uh, when you're baking your chicken in the oven and you're baking your vegetable in it, do it all on one tray. Make yourself a little tin foil, a little uh, 
you know, a little little dish. Maybe spray a little Pam in there. And then you cut up uh, some broccoli. Again, use the butts. Use it all. Cut all that shit up in there. You know, rinse it off before you do. Put it in there. Cut a pepper in there, too. Put a green pepper in there. Fuck it. Cook it up. You know, green peppers. They're, they're not for salads. Just for salads. Here's my new campaign for green peppers. Green peppers, they're just not just for salads anymore. Right? That's pretty... Oh, my God. I can't believe you're... Why you keep saying... I don't know. I think it's a lot better. Oh, man. Um, next on the list is onions. So here's my advice how to cook onions. Just, just cut those bitches up. Put them in everything. If you're cooking Brussels sprouts, put an onion in there. You make some broccoli, onion. You know, beets, I guess. Make Put an onion in there. Carrots, um, you steam it up. Yeah, man, put an onion in there. Cabbage and onions. Sure, isn't that the national food of... Uh, of uh, um, Poland, oh, yeah. cabbage, yeah, it is, right? Thank you for confirming. Uh, radishes, you put it on your ca- onion. Onion makes it better. So that's uh, and uh, last on the list of vegetable preparation on Sean Nader's two top tens is uh, asparagus. Asparagus. Man, I would recommend pickling it. That would be my my cooking advice to how to prepare asparagus. Pickle pickle that shit. Um, how do you do that? Um, so I've actually just bought a jar of it and that's pretty good. Um, so how did they, I don't know, um, maybe take some brine, some salt, some vinegar, some asparagus, rinse them off, cut them so they fit into the jar. I don't know, this probably, actually here would be probably the best way to do it would be buy a jar of pickled asparagus for the store, finish those ones, take that juice Maybe mix in some regular pickle juice, cut some asparagus up, put them in that jar, close the lid, close that shit tight, maybe even take like a couple of circles of duct tape, circle those around, put those in the fridge you know, to, for, for the leakage of the duct tape, or maybe just some metal trap on top. And then uh, put them in, put that in the fridge, and then maybe wait like, like four weeks, and then see what you got. So... There we go, everybody. Sean Nader's two top tens. That is a list of how to prepare vegetables, 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 vegetables. Next on the list on Sean Nader's two top tens, the next list is religion. So in this uncertain time that we live in, we're all looking for something. Yes, we are. And do we want to be let down in the cold? Because no, 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 no. no one wants to be screwed. No one wants to be screwed. No. Absolutely not. So here are some uh, alternate religions. You know, we all know about the big ones. But uh, um, number 10 on the list is Satanism. Um, you know, you uh, can get into Satanism. It's uh, good if you like heavy metal. It's uh, They say it's about free will, which is good, right? A lot of Satanists uh, claim they're actually just spiritualists, but... I don't know, I mean, I guess you could just say you're a spiritualist, but uh, I guess there's like a whole pretty good like spectrum of Satanists, right? From your uh, your spiritualist, your quote-unquote spiritualist, to your uh, baby-killing, church-burning kind. So, um, I don't know. I think I got uh, pre-Twitter ban. Oh, and by the way, and follow, follow. This is a good time to... Well, I'm going to do it anyway. I don't care. All right, go ahead. Um 
Uh, good, good. Follow me on Twitter at uh, Sean Nader's Two Top Tens on Facebook. Uh, at Sean Nader's art page, Instagram, Sean Nader, and uh, check check out all my stuff and rate the podcast. So just I I had to say that now because you know. Yes, 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 yes. All right, get it, get 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 it together, get it together. But uh, it was a Satan. This all this talk of Satan uh, 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 spurred self promotion in me. See. Which would probably lead me to number nine on the list of uh, of uh, alternate religions would be uh, the Church of Euthanasia. Um, uh, Thou shall not procreate is their main credo. Um, eat a queer uh, fetus for Jesus is another one of their slogans. Um, they have a uh, magazine that they publish called Snuff It. Um, so I think it's kind of like one of those like parody churches. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how much people are really like. I think as opposed to Satanism, which people are really like. I think there's some people that take it pretty fucking serious, right? There has to be like. I don't really know about the Church of uh, Euthanasia, how many hardcore things, but uh, uh, and I think it's also tied with the Dada movement. They're like some kind of like Dada revivalist, but uh, I don't know. Google it. It seems pretty funny. And uh, maybe maybe it's for you. Maybe you get into uh, yeah. There you go. Yes, maybe you're into the Church of Euthanasia. Um, the next up is uh, Rasta, Rasta, Rastafari, Rastafari. You can be a Rastafarian in the future. Maybe that's your new. Religion Rastafari. Number eight on the list is Rastafari, uh, created in 1930. It is based on the belief that the Ethiopian king, Hasi Selassie, is the god of all. So it's one of those weird ones. It's a new, it's like uh, pretty new. It's a, it's a 1900s religion. Um, they also are, are into restoring pride in the African identity. Uh, which suffered because of colonialism. They also believe Zion is the original birthplace of mankind, and they reject Babylon. And also uh, HR from the Bad Brains is uh, Rastafarian, Bob Marley too. Uh, that's cool, right? I don't know. It seems uh, seems crazy um, to worship... Uh, a king, though, is a god. But hey, teach their own. You know, a little more. Uh, yeah, baby. Absolutely. Leading us to number seven on the list, which uh, is uh, Raalism. R A E L I S M. Raalism. Formed in 1974. It's a UFO religion. Uh, it's based on the belief by this dude, Claude uh, Vallorn. V O. R I L H Valhorn Valorn. Um, I can't read. Uh, so it's based at the Elohim. It's um, they are the an alien race, which are the creators of the human race. Um, they believe we are uh, products of the Elohim, Elohim, um, and all the. Uh, excuse me, I need a little sip of uh, water here. Uh, Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a, 
That's the stuff right there. Hold on. Oh, oh, Sean Nader's two type times brought to you by water. Oh, sustainer of life, baby. Um, but they also believe the uh, Rowless, um, number seven on the list on Sean Nader's two top tens, that uh, the uh, Elohim are coming back when the world is peaceful, so they're never coming. Oh, they also believe that all the prophets, like Jesus, Buddha, those are all prophets of Elohim. They're all uh, talking about it. It's, uh, so it's like the UFOs are coming for us. Oh, and they also, interesting, use uh, the swastika as a... That's what I would say, too, but they uh, definitely, they use the swastika. They say it has nothing to do with the Nazis. It's like, I think you already, uh, you know, much like the Hitler mustache, that even Michael Jordan could not turn the tide. If, if, you, if, you, if Michael Jordan can't turn the tide on something, uh, you know, it's pretty much, uh, it's a done deal. I don't think you guys stand a chance. So uh, maybe that's the religion for you, though. Or maybe, number six, uh, you can become a Frisbeetarian. It's the universal belief that when you die, your soul goes up to the roof and stays there for eternity. It's actually a George Carlin bit. It's a, another parody, quote-unquote parody religion. Uh, your soul goes up to the roof and stays there until someone knocks it down with a long pole and your new life begins. Um, based on a comedy bit by George Carlin, best known for the seven, uh, the seven words you can't say on TV. What is it? Cocksucker motherfucker, you dirty fucking stinking, stinking butt, stinking butt, right? Is that? I don't know. I thought we were talking about the seven dirty words that George, I'm not even gonna, (laughs) that was, um, yeah, but I think interestingly enough, I don't know if George Carlin would appreciate having a religion named after himself because he considered, uh, bullshit, uh, you know, it was all bullshit to him, the organized religion, but, uh, I don't know, it's pretty funny, I guess, uh, you can come, so yeah, check it out, become a Frisbeetarian, or maybe you can join the Kadodaya, um, it was a, uh, it's a religion, a Vietnamese religion formed, uh, during 1943 through 1946, they formed, and they actually had a standing army, uh, during the Japanese occupation of Vietnam uh, in those years. Um, so it's a weird kind of military religion. Uh, the army was disbanded by a dictator there, uh, but they believe there's 36 levels of heaven. There's 72 planets that have inter- intelligent life. Um, the... Uh, um, in the 30 and then there's 68 levels of uh i'm sorry 72 levels of uh, existence and one is heaven and 72 is hell and earth is at 68 so we're pretty close to hell um according to the Cadadio religion uh they also have a pretty rad logo it's like uh like the uh um all-seeing eye, the uh, eye of providence. It's the left eye of God. Uh, so that's pretty dope. Get get one of those, get that tattooed. So you're a follower of Kadodayo, man. Fuck it. Or maybe you want to join the Universal Life Church, which uh, will ordinate, ordain you to become a minister, and then you can perform fucking beautiful fucking wedding ceremonies and... 
Because we're going to the chapel and we're gonna get married. Do you really love me? And we're gonna get married. Going to the chapel of love. Oh yeah, we're going to the chapel and we're gonna get married. We're going to the chapel and we're gonna get married. Going to the chapel, the chapel of love. Um, yeah, man. Universal Life Church, uh, I am an ordained minister. I can come marry you. I will sing that song at your wedding uh, for a nominal fee. Uh, so, so hit me up on the socials and I will come perform perform your wedding ceremony and sing that song. Um, aside from myself being a ordained minister, Conan O'Brien, Lady Gaga, Stephen Colbert, Richard Branson, we are all members of the cloth. Uh, they have pretty good tenants, though, the Universal Life Church. Uh, do only, which is right, is one. And the other one is uh, all should be free to worship as they see fit. It's nice, right? Uh, founded by Kirby Hansley in the 1950s. So uh, check it out, Universal Life Church. Uh, marry your friends. There you go. You know, maybe do a group, group marriage. Like you stand in a circle and you like you marry, then you marry the person to the left. And everybody's like all married, and by the time you're done, you get weird with it, you know. Or maybe you want to join the uh, Prince Philip movement. It's a religion in uh, the country of Tayana, T-A-U-A-N-U. It's a Pacific Island country. Uh, they believe that uh, Prince Philip, who is the queen's wife, they believe that um, he is the son of a mountain spirit and he flew to, the, to a strange land and married a powerful woman. And he, uh, it's been around since the 50s, 60s. A guy named Chief Van Navin founded it and that's what they believe. They believe fucking old shitty Prince Philip. I looked at pictures of Prince Philip. I was like, cause I think, didn't he get in like some kind of weird scandal too where he was all fucking... Some kind of fucking with young kids or I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Not to sound, I, I love the the British people. The British culture is awesome to me. You know, as a matter of fact, let me sing a little a little Beatles song. Is a little a little um. When I find myself in times of crisis, Mother Mary comes to me. Singing words of wisdom, let it be. When my heart is broken and Mother Mary shines on me, there will be an answer, let it be. Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. There will be an answer, let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. All right, mixed, 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 mixed opinions of my version of Let It Be. But like I was saying, I love the British people. I just don't give a fuck about the monarchy. So, uh, you know, it's cool, I guess, if you're a member of the Prince Philip movement. But uh, I don't know, it seems dumb. 
It's also based on photos too. Like he'll send the villagers photos, and they're like, then it becomes a holy relic. I don't know. Fuck Prince Philip. Fuck <laughs> that. It's stupid. Not to call anyone's religion stupid, but uh, that one seems pretty stupid. <laughs> um, if I get canceled for making fun of the Prince Philip movement, that would be pretty fitting. Uh, number two on the list of Sean Nader's two top ten festival preparation and religions is Jedi. Uh, so apparently it became a real recognized religion in 2005. The Temple of the Jedi Order was recognized. Um, in 2001, it became a census phenom. Uh, I guess a ton of people wrote in that their religion on the census was uh, was um, Jedi. I, I just filled out a census too. I don't remember them asking our religion on it but maybe they i don't know maybe they did um but it's uh yeah they say that if you're a follower of the jedis of the jedi religion is the same it's the same like you don't worship yoda but it's like the same ideas um there's no leaders it's no founders apparently um but they're saying like they don't worship the canon of Star Wars as religion but it's kind of like their religion is still or Star Wars is kind of still I don't know they have uh, 16 tenets uh prowess justice loyalty defense courage faith focus integrity humility fearlessness nobility honesty drive discipline discretion meditating training morality conflict intervention and harmony i'm not suited to be a jedi because just writing those down was too hard oh thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you um yeah so 16 teachings 21 maximus uh yoda han solo the force why not you know why not you know uh, but I gotta say, it doesn't be number one on the real list of religions. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Number one on the list of Sean Nader's two top tens religions is, uh, the show, The Young Pope. So, uh, yeah. It's not really religion. It's definitely more of a uh, TV show. But, uh, yeah, check that shit out. It's uh, Jude Law. Um, John Malkovich is in it. It's, it's uh, really fucking top-notch. Really, really, really good stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Let me leave you with uh, two thoughts here. Um, uh, two, two thoughts. The first thought on religion is uh, I am God. I'm sorry, let me start that again. I am like God and God like me. I am as large as God. He is as small as I. He cannot above me nor I beneath him be. And that is a quote from Robert De Niro uh, in Cape Fear. Uh, Old Bobby, Bobby D, Bobby De Niro in Cape Fear said that. That's right. The other quote is... uh, Vegetables are a must on a diet. I suggest carrot cake, zucchini bread, and pumpkin pie. That's Jim Davis, Garfield creator, said that.
All right. Thanks, everybody. We did it. Another wonderful, life-changing, life-invigorating, amazing, astounding episode of Sean Nader's Two Top Tens. Follow me on Twitter once again. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram. You know, you know, you know, I'm the man, Sean Naders. Two top tens. Go, go, go. Thanks for listening to the show. Show, show. Okay, I gotta go.